How you going? As Hamilton, back again. Second podcast. Thanks for joining us again. The As Speaks podcast, all connected to As Speaks on Instagram. And if you want more detail on who I am, As Hamilton, you can check out justmotivation.com.au. Uh, normally speaking in schools all over the country, a little bit disappointed at the moment because schools are shut down and everyone's homeschooling. That was like what my best mate did as a kid. And I used to always... Well, so jealous of him because he had all this time up his sleeve, but now I know what it's like for so many of you. So if you're listening right now, you're going, Mum and Dad, I'm my teacher. Oh. Hey, look, virtual hugs going your way. If I could send you some of my Easter eggs, I would. i got like a big bowl of them. Happy Easter, everybody. Hopefully Easter weekend wasn't too boring, sitting at home as well. I reckon everyone got more Easter eggs than ever before this year. Do you agree? Like, honestly, I've never had so much chocolate in my house. I reckon people are like, I can't see you, so here, have some chocolate. It'll make you happy. And, um, you know, here we are, all getting a little bit bigger, a bit more round, and um, hopefully you'll go for a walk later today uh, and uh, work some of the Easter chocolate off. Hey, I want to continue on our conversation. If you uh, joined us last week, we talked about being hope in the world, uh, that there's always hope, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, I'm really excited. I've been seeing reports in Australia that the uh, cases of COVID, coronavirus are going down. doesn't mean we have to get to go back to school. I was chatting to some of you guys on Insta Live earlier today and uh, a lot of you were saying, oh, I just miss school. Isn't it funny? when You don't know what you've got until it's gone, they say. So anyway, you'll all be very excited to go back to school one day and be like, oh, yeah, it's so amazing to sit in the classroom with my mates. Isn't it funny how we feel that way? Today, I've got a conversation I want to talk to you about and it all came about because I got to experience the importance of light. Yes, like literally light. Got to experience not dying. Uh, almost died last week. Yeah, I know it sounds full on, doesn't it? It's like, oh, death. Well, I, seriously, this is what happens, right? I went for a walk late night the other night with a mate of mine because I'm trying to do this walk thing every day or whatever. And uh, sort of missed it early in the morning because I had to sleep in. So I caught up with a mate of mine, Mark, went to this local park that's sort of got a brand new track around a lake, right? And um, everything was fine. And it's 8.30 at night. We're walking through this really bushy area, like it's sort of a new area, and they haven't got lights on the path in this little area. So I just pull out my mobile phone, my iPhone, turn on the torch, and oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did, as I said, almost died. Uh, right in front of us, about five, ten metres away from us, in the middle of the path was this giant snake. Now, you've got to picture this, right? I've never seen a snake in my life in real life, like just in the wild. Like I've seen them in the zoo. I've seen like petting zoos and people bring like snakes to different things and whatever. But this is real life. There's a snake right there, 8.30 at night in autumn. Like what the heck? And we were just going to walk straight on into that darkness. My mate who was wearing a pair of thongs uh, or pluggers or whatever you want to call them, he probably would have stood on it. The snake probably would have bit me. We probably both would have died in the bit of bushland and everyone goes, what the heck happened here in this park? But can I tell you, when I turned that torch on, I had a moment of relief that I had turned on the light. Uh, Can I just say that my friend and I, we hightailed it out of there. Like we were turned around and went a completely different direction. For the next hour, every sort of shadow on the path was like, what's that? Oh, that's just a lamppost. Um, It's nothing. Stop being a sissy. Like honestly... To this moment, for the last few days, I keep sending my message, Mark, a message. Remember that time we almost died walking, trying to stay fit? Like, that's why you don't exercise, all right? People say to me, as you got to exercise. You could die out there. Yeah, see? Just be careful. If you're going to walk, you could still die. It's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so we're alive. Uh, but the point is <laughs> that I want to talk to you about the importance of light and turning on the light, right? So many of us 
walk in that dark space all the time. Like we've never turned on the light. We actually don't know the dangers that we're living in because we've never flicked the switch. We've never actually gone, I need light in my life. And more than ever right now, there's a lot of darkness out there and we get a choice as people to either consume that darkness and then as a result, because we've taken so much in, it starts to come out of us, all the negativity that comes with the coronavirus reporting. You turn on the news. I remember uh, in the first week, of coronavirus, I was watching it 24-7, like literally watching it 24-7. I was glued and captivated by the TV. Every time ScoMo came on, it was like, everybody be quiet. ScoMo's talking. He's telling us we can get puzzles. By the way, I have a puzzle on my um, desk right here. I wish I could show it to you. It Honestly, it's a thousand pieces. I've connected two of those pieces. So uh, six months, it probably take me longer. And so every day for that first week, I was completely captivated and absorbed into the news of the end of the world. Like, you know that feeling, right? Mum and dad, they might be a bit like that at the moment. And they're like, don't go outside. Spray your hands with this sanitizer 25 times and make sure you spray the handle of the door before you go. And there's this sort of sheer fear that surrounded this whole pandemic. And we understand we have to be safe, but this is kind of crazy how much we immerse ourselves in it. And so for the first week, I was immersed in it. And I talk about this in schools. It's amazing how I talk about this stuff. You would know this if you've seen my session. I talk about you become the people you surround yourself with. You are the average of your top five. If you surround yourself with positive people, you'll become positive. You surround yourself with people who don't care, you won't care, all that kind of stuff. It's exactly the same right now. Whatever you're doing in your home, in your private space, you will be become what you consume. You will become what you consume. Listen to that. You will become what you consume. I'm telling you, if you keep consuming all the negativity, it'll just start to flow out of you. Darkness in, darkness out. You know the whole, you become what you eat, that kind of statement. Well, if I became what I ate, I'd probably be a giant Easter egg right now. But this is a really serious point. And, you know, at the end of the day, I want to encourage you this week to be light. And how do you become light? You got to surround yourself with light. Um, and how do you surround yourself with light? Well, I've talked about it last week. If you haven't downloaded it already, go and get the YouVersion Bible app, okay? Just download it, I'm telling you. Um, it's so simple. Um, on your Android or your Apple, um, you can actually start to read um, ways to actually navigate through life. And I'm telling you now, this is one of the greatest things you can do in this period of time. There's actually a passage of scripture in Psalm 119. It's verse 105 and it says this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Think about that. I literally was on a path the other day and if I didn't have a lamp or a light on, I would have walked straight into that path, and maybe got bitten by a snake or had a very horrific night. Okay. And when it talks about the word in the old scripture, in, in Psalms, um, Jesus actually, in the New Testament, talks about being the word. And so you could reread that. Uh, Jesus is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Very interesting. I mean, these passages are a huge distance of time between them, but we can kind of see these parallels. And then later on, we learn about what light truly is. Like, if you don't know what light is, like, how do I become light? Well, you've got to know the source of light to be able to start shining light. I get it all the time. People say, man, why are you so happy? Or what, what is it about you? Um, you're different. And um, this idea of light, I believe it's wholeheartedly because I actually go in pursuit of the man of Jesus, who God is. Um, in the book of John, John chapter 8, 
It actually says that Jesus says this. Again, Jesus spoke. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Get that. He's like, man, you want to light up your life? You just got to walk with me. Walk in me, walk with me, know me. And I, I mean, I said it last week. If you are new to this journey of faith, you're like, I have no idea about God. I have no idea about faith. I'm not even sure if there is a God. Jesus, we just celebrated Easter, okay? We just went through this Easter weekend. Millions of people globally um, were speaking out about their love of Jesus, how this love of Jesus was so evident in their world and how Jesus had impacted them. How crazy is that? A man that walked the earth a couple of thousand years ago is still impacting people today, including myself, including myself. Um, really famous passage in Scripture, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He sent His only Son, that whoever should believe in Him uh, won't perish but have eternal life. This is really classic Scripture. Um, it's the good news that God actually sent Jesus out of love so we wouldn't have to get punished. He took our punishment on the cross. That's a whole nother story. But just after that passage, there's this little bit of light conversation again. And it says this, And it says this in verse 18, Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe uh, is condemned already because he hasn't believed in the name of the only Son of God being Jesus. And this is the judgment that light has come into the world and people love their darkness rather than the light because of their works that were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, doesn't come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out by God. I want to just talk to you about that for a second, right? Some of us like the light, some of us like the dark, okay? And I'm saying to you today, if you're listening, choose the light. I don't know anyone who's experienced the light and goes, oh, put me back in darkness. I prefer not see what's ahead of me. I prefer just, you know, not know. The reason we love the darkness so much is it's kind of like we, we talked about Nebuchadnezzar last week. He sort of, he was his own God. He did whatever the heck he wanted. He treated people however he wanted. And it was only when he experienced God firsthand, he brought him humble, brought him down. And then he realized that I actually need God. Quite often today, we like to live in darkness. If you just turn on Netflix, honestly, I was just sort of scrolling through some Netflix stuff the other day and I went, man, there are some dark shows on here. Some dark, dark, there's some stuff on there that is absolute trash that will actually just bring darkness into your world. You don't need that, right? Um, This passage says you're already condemned if you don't accept the light. And what it means by that is if you're living in darkness, if the light switch is off and that's all you know, then, well, that's all you know. I'm living in the dark and it can't get any better than that. But anyone who's ever been in a dark room and then experiences the light switch going on, they realize there's so much more going on. And I want to challenge you to come to the light. Turn on the switch. Come to the light. You will see so much more. Ever been in a paddock in a, in a four-wheel drive and you have your low beams on, then you put the high beams on, then you put the spotlight on? My gosh, the level of light shows you so much more. You see so much more clearly what's in front of you. And that's what it's like to follow Jesus. Honestly, I remember the moment in my own life, in my early 20s, I was in a very dark space. I was doing some stuff that was really dodgy. I shouldn't have been doing it. It was killing me. I felt dead inside. I felt like I was just crumbling internally. I knew that every time I made another decision, it was just adding to the pain. 
And I had this moment, a light switch moment where I said, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me for the stuff that I've done wrong. Give me a fresh start. And it was just like that. It was like a click moment. And the light came on and it was just like a giant weight dropped off me. My past was gone. It's what he says. I am the light of the world. If you want this light, it's so easy to have. So easy to have. The most beautiful thing is if you do know God, you are a light. Because what's fascinating is those that are in Christ or those that follow Christ are actually seen as lights in the world. Jesus says you are light and salt in this world. In this time when everything's really dark and everyone's like, woe is me, the end of the world's here, nothing's ever going to recover, everyone's going to die, coronavirus is going to be here for years and years and years, there is no hope. For those that have light, man, you are a light to those in your community. I want to challenge you to be a light and step up being a light. Be the positive person in your household. If you are a student and you're like, I don't know much about God, but I want to be a light, you know, you can do that in your own home with your mum and your dad. You can be the positive influence. You can speak life into that space. If you are at a workspace, people are looking down and out Um, they don't know what tomorrow brings you can be a light in that space can I tell you there's been so many times in my life where I've had conversations and people have literally said man there's just something about you there's something about you one I just want to wrap up with this story because it highlights to me how God moves and how he's so real and he wants to know you even if you're in a dark space okay Even if you've made the biggest mistakes in your life, God loves you enough to bring light into your world through the most bizarre situations. A few years ago, um, I was wrapping up uh, a full week of speaking. So I've done five days up in Rockhampton at a Catholic college up there, and I'm absolutely spent. Like, I'm just about to drive back to the Gold Coast. It's going to take me about five or six hours. And can I tell you, I I was tired. I wasn't into, you know, talking to anyone. I was really tired. And... I start my drive and it's about sort of just going dark at night and I'm driving out of Rockhampton and I see this hitchhiker, okay? And I'm not recommending you go and pick up hitchhikers, all right? Just, just not saying that at all. Um, and I actually drove past this hitchhiker because there was nothing that stirred within me to pick him up. And I've talked about this in my school's program, following the peace of God and asking God to give you peace that surpasses understanding. We can talk about that another time. But I remember driving past this hippie dude on the side of the road, had no intention to pick him up. And I kept driving. um, And I was actually on on the phone to my wife on speakerphone. I was having a chat with her about the week that had been. And um, it'd been about two or three kilometers down the road. I have this moment where something stirs me, go back. And I thought it was really stupid, but I'm like, go back and pick up that guy. So I say to my wife, hey, Beck, I need to go. I need to go pick up a guy on the side of the highway. He's a hitchhiker. And I remember Beck saying, just be safe. Can you call me when you pick him up? I'm like, it's totally fine. And I turn my car around and I pull up and there's this dude with dreadlocks. He's like my dread brother from another mother. I used to have massive dreadlocks. And I was like, this is a cool dude. Anyway, he opens my door and he goes, holy beep. (laughs) This car is full of love and light, man. And I just thought it was hilarious. I said, excuse me. He said, dude, this car is full of love and light. And my natural response was that I have Christ within me. I've actually asked him into my life. And I said, oh, that's just Jesus. He goes, Jesus? And I said, yeah. And he goes, do you believe in that beep and God stuff? And I said, yeah. And he goes, beep, yeah. And so he gets in the car and I'm just blown away. I'm like, dude, it's so interesting you saying this. I said, what's your story? He goes, I'm on a pilgrimage. And if you don't know what the word pilgrimage is, it's kind of a funny old word. I haven't heard that word in my life for a very long time. And he goes, I'm on a pilgrimage. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I'm trying to find God. And I said, really? That's fascinating. 
And he said, I just prayed, great big spirit, whoever you are, please send me a ride. He said, I actually saw your car go past me and you didn't stop. He said, why did you turn around? And I said, because that great big spirit who is God stirred my heart enough to come back to pick you up because he wants you to know that he loves you. It was so crazy talking to this young guy, Jake. He'd been living in the Daintree Forest for a few months. He'd been trying a whole bunch of different rituals and, and, and spiritualistic stuff. And when I said, mate, it's just Jesus. That's all you need. It was just the most phenomenal moment in that car. Actually, I was able to give him a lift all the way to Brisbane. In that time, he explained to me, mate, the last car I was in, it was just so dark. It was just so, so dark. And when I got out of that darkness and came into this car, it was just so bright. The light was so bright. You see, the darker the world gets, the brighter your light shines when you know Jesus. It's very simple to know him. All you need to say is, God, Jesus, I need you to light me up. I need you in my life. I need you to help me shine in a time when the world is dark. If you don't know God, mate, I'm telling you, get to know him. If you don't have a Bible, you, you know, you find reading a, a Bible on a mobile phone app. If you want a Bible, just send me a DM. I will get a Bible to you. You draw all over it. You can learn. I don't care. You need to know that there is a light out there that wants to know you. And hopefully this is a light revelation for you too. It's as simple as saying, God, I'm sorry about my past. I'm sorry about the dark things that I've done, that I've brought into my world. I want to change. I want to be more like you, like the light. And I'm telling you, you will start to shine in your communities. May you be an awesome light in your community this week. Uh, be that smile. Be that encouragement. Every time I go for a walk, happy Easter. Hi, how are you going? People freak out. They, you know, Some people are like so blown away that someone has joy in their heart. But you know what? Right now, there's no better time to shine. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this has been encouraging. If you've got questions on this stuff, please contact me uh, through the As Speaks Instagram page. Um, I am going to get back into school sooner than later. I can just feel it. If you want me to come to your school, please contact me through justmotivation.com.au. If you're wanting to know the scriptures I talked about today, uh, Psalm 119, verse 105 is the... Um, the, the lamp unto my path, that scripture. If you want to know where Jesus says he's light, John chapter 8. And if you want to see where Jesus talks about some people just like darkness and some people choose to go to the light, that is in John chapter 3. Read from verse 16 right through to 21. It's going to be a great little challenge for you this week. Can't wait to have a chat to you next week and uh, keep on getting in contact with me through the page. I'm excited about where Australia is going to go. I know we're going to get through this coronavirus together. Have a fantastic week.